podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for, and done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switch to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face and done. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to compare top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. Meredith Vieira is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. What Only chance in my team like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again. (sighs) Heavy words those. Um, I'll start with the only three lads brave enough to actually show up this week. Uh, Elijah, how you doing bro? Not too good, I can't lie. Yeah, I heard that gulp before you responded. I I feel your pain brother. Uh, Uh, Seb, you you stuck your neck out lad. Uh, How you doing mate? <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. We move, man. We move. I guess. <laughs> and uh, Rodney, first time on the pod. 
I was hoping yeah, that yeah. when you were coming on the pod, you'd be able to celebrate Dybala coming through, Maguire coming through, Bruno coming through. But I got Harry Maguire for you, 80 mil. How you doing, brother? I'm in a bad place right now. Don't worry. This is a safe space. This is an opportunity <laughs> for you to, to get it all out there, talk to the people, let them know how you feel. So before we get on to the, the real, real bad news, let's start with... Um, pre-season as a whole obviously the next game is going to be against Chelsea so it's good to just kind of wrap up the pre-season so who caught our last game uh yeah I, I, I caught that cool so I mean obviously you did Rashford scored so that's probably the high point for you um yeah. talk to me what did you think about the performance I think um the, our last game, I think it was pretty rubbish, to be fair. And I was quite disappointed because um, I think that was uh, AC's second game, second or third game. So I was kind of disappointed. Um, I feel like uh, it was kind of like 50-50. So sometimes we'd press them and it would work. But sometimes they'd just play through us with ease and, you know, kind of create their chances. I feel like um, Matic and McTominay can never play together like impossible in fact Matic can't play at all but McTominay and Matic should never ever be appearing um, because Suso was just picking up uh, that little space behind them and but why creating don't hold on McSauce that's your that's your top lad so what's but it's on? more like it's more like both of them can't play together so I think that was probably McTominay's worst game of uh, preseason. But he didn't do anything wrong. But he didn't do anything good either. Like uh, he started by like pinging balls around and stuff like that. But yeah, it just really wasn't enough. And um, I just don't feel like, um, especially when we play decent level teams, he's gonna be enough to kind of you know be that goal threat. He does get into the box really well, which is which is quite interesting and I wanna see how that progresses. But he's obviously not Pogba, you know, and uh, a level like a team like Man United need a, a player of that ilk to, you know, um be the decisive factor. So yeah, it was okay. Like it was it was kind of you know it was nothing special, you know, Rash, you know, <laughs> hey, you guys are in trouble this season. But yeah man. Okay. Uh, Rodney, did you catch the game? Yeah, yeah, I caught most of it. What did you think? Because I know you're obviously a man that cause <laughs> has not wanted to watch the games too tough. Don't blame you, but obviously with coming yeah. on the pod, it's something of a requirement. Uh, what did you think of the last performance and what did you think of pre-season from what you've seen? So this is the, as you said, this is the first game I've watched of pre-season because I've refused to put myself through that <laughs> but since I was coming on the pod I had to watch the game and I weren't impressed at all not at all I don't I don't really see what I get what I get the concept of what we're trying to do but I just I don't see it being implemented well the press is just it's so so it's like one player two players it's not organized um passing out from the back was a bit meh the interchange between Rashford and Martial that we saw, the concept again was good, but the execution was just poor. If one's going to drop off to the left and you want another one in the box, you need sort of like someone to aim for. But Rashford and Martial were just outside the box. We had no one going in. And when it was, it was matter. So we all know it was rubbish that game. AP, he offered absolutely nothing. I don't know. I didn't even realise he's on the pitch for half the time. In the first two minutes, I just knew, oh, this this guy needs to come off the pitch. So, yeah, our midfield 
Matic and McTominay. Oh, Matic was so bad. I can't believe I, I was excited when this guy came. I don't even know why now. Was you? But yeah. Did you have stocks in him, yeah? I'd, uh, he's one of the few players that I, at United that I did have stocks in. To be hella stocks, man. He had hella stocks, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Them stocks are worthless. Them stocks are worthless now. You yeah, know that, yeah? yeah? They're not even worth a penny you now. You could probably but, yeah. get Wilshere with them stocks. <laughs> scary, scary state of affairs, man. Very scary. Apparently, this was McTominay's um, worst preseason game. Obviously, I haven't watched any of the rest. So, from what I saw, it was just same old McTominay. He looked better when Fred came on, when there was a bit more mobility behind him or in front of him. But um, yeah, I weren't really impressed. There's, we need, we needed wingers and Daniel James. That like, he looked all right. I was thinking, yeah, he, this guy's all right. He's get his whipping balls in. But then Gomez <laughs> come on. And I thought, nah, there's levels. And so you saw straight away, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I was arguing with um, Deuce about Daniel James. Oh, I'll give him a chance, but he's right. You know when you can just tell a player is going to be good or a player isn't good. Like. So, yeah, I don't really know about Daniel James yeah, at the moment. Pete, I'm hoping. I saw, you, I saw you mentioning Fred a few weeks ago. Um, mm. I said, okay, these are the options we have, and this is probably who we mm. can use to... So make a pretty decent team or just a decent team full stop. Yeah. What did you see from him when he came on? What were you seeing there? Because I think we've discussed it before. I think he's pretty pants, man. Like I can see him being competent. And by competent, I mean like can somewhat take the ball under pressure and somewhat yeah. progress play yeah. in the second, in the middle third. But the minute yeah. you ask him to play a slick pass through the final third, can never yeah. find his man. So when yeah. he came on against AC, how, how was he looking? So like you said, when you're comparing him to McTominay and Matic, he's competent in the sense that he's okay under pressure. He can get the ball out quicker than Matic and also McTominay, which is good. But like you said, when he's going to play balls into the final third, it's a wrap. It's just not there. So I just feel like because we watch McTominay and Matic, when Fred comes on, there's games where uh, he looks decent, but that's because we're comparing him to what we already have. If we're looking yeah. at him out of a more sort of general perspective, he's pants. So, <laughs> Or what he's shown so far at United is just not good enough. Not levels, yeah? Cool. Nah. And Elijah, last but not least, um, I'm assuming you watched the game because you're glutton for punishment. Uh, what did you think when you switched I back? caught the highlights because I'm not that gl- glutton for that much punishment, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, it was just what I've been saying. We just look... You know what? We it looks like um we've got coaching staff that have all these ideas of how a good team should should play, but just put out the basics of it. So they like press, but there's no organization to press. Play out play out the back, but there's no sense to playing out the back or play do like direct football, counter attack. It it just seems like they have ideas, but it's just the basics put out and say, yeah, just go, just go do that. Because the first goal we conceded, we conceded where we're playing out from the back. It just made no sense. Well, like, why would you pass the centre back then into Matic when they've got that area so cra- crowded? It just, it, it, it didn't make any sense. It didn't seem like we had a plan for different types of press to play out the back. Or, mm. oh yeah, like. To me, it's just the same old, same old. It just looks so amateur. Like, when we press, it's just like, yeah, press the ball. Not, oh, press, but make sure 
that you cover a uh, pass lane or or like do a half press so that it so, so that someone so that someone will pass to the opponent and then you go and close them down and you get the ball like it's not there's there's no intric- intricacy to how we play and that's just my main problem with United since we've been under Sosha because like even with even with Jose there was there was kind of intricacy but it was just old school and outdated and it was just bad this just looks like poorly coached and it is no the guys guys look out of their depth so let's not just be all doom and gloom because I don't want us to get that reputation what players looked decent and you're looking forward to seeing more of them this season um I I want to see more of Twanzebe Personally, I would especially like to see him next to Maguire because I feel like we need some, we need some more athleticism in the middle of the pitch. Mm. Gomez looks really good. Um, Greenwood, of course, like basically just all the young players. They just seem like it. It just seems like the cloud that's been over United for years, just because they've not been subjected to it as as much. They're free. They, 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 they just look fresh. Like they just look like they have sense. Like especially when Green, when Greenwood and Gomez come on. Like versus Inter, versus, and, and then this game as well. It's like they know that to play, how to play the positions they're told. Like they, Greenwood plays like a striker. Like he moves like a striker. Gomez, if he's out wide behind ten, he moves how he's supposed to move. Like but it's just yeah. I mean, in terms of that, I am happy. And personally, personally. Even with all the green Park transfer stuff, a brave a brave manager who has always backed youth, who wants energy, he would play these. He would start the, these players, but I don't see it from this guy because he, to me, just seems like he just, he's just all talk. So we'll see. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming with the sound bites that people want to yeah. hear. But I think when it comes down to it, he's just gonna go with. It's, and I'm doing air quotes. Power. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's, I'm doing air quotes here tried and tested so everyone's saying you cannot start (laughs) you cannot start Matic against Chelsea you can't start Matic full stop who wants to bet me that Matic doesn't start on Sunday and none of you would take that bet man Uh, Seb I want you to name a player you're interested to watch apart from Rashford please So, yeah, uh, apart from Rashford, definitely, definitely Greenwood and, well, sorry, can I, I'll name another one, Anton Zabi. Both of them two, uh, I've got some stocks in them too. I'm quite interested to see how they progress. Yeah, people um, the streets are saying that Greenwood's going to get uh, Rashford out of the paint, though. How do you feel um, about that? I, fair enough, but I just feel like they're both two different players, isn't it? Like, I feel like Rashford is definitely more action-packed. I think Greenwood is more of a natural striker. Like yeah. I feel like one's definitely I would ra- more about their goals. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy to say that. Like, I, but I I feel like um like I was saying um I would rather I would actually play Greenwood number nine and play um, Martial and Rash either side because I don't like the thing that all managers do when a young player comes on uh, when a young player comes in uh, to the first team. And obviously they've got like a striker there. They automatically put them out wide. Um, I feel like Greenwood has better natural movement than Marshall and Rashford. Like he just wants to score goals, bruv. You can tell like either way. And if he gets a chance, I know like um, 
when he made his debut and a few other games last season, he, he did snatch a bit up. But I feel like with this preseason, I feel like he's got he's got this confidence. So if he gets a chance, I feel like he's more likely going to tuck away. And I feel like the more experienced players like Marshall and Rashford should probably go on the wings. Um, that's just for me. But obviously, we, we're trying to do this interchange thing. So I feel like all three should interchange and, you know, get their moment up top. Okay, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And mm. um, Rodney, is there anyone you were looking at and thought, oh, I want to see a bit more of this lad? Yeah, so obviously, as you know, I only watched one game, but Gomez, I like him. He looks like a very, very neat player. He's had that hype around him for a few years now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard um, a lot of the guys, a lot of the United guys talk about him. Some say he's a bit too small, but I liked him. He looked um, very, very, very good. Like, close control was good. He was taking on his man. He's brave. You know, he reminded me a little bit of Martial when Martial first came to the Prem, to be honest with you, because he was taking on his man. And he just looked... His, I, I saw a stat on Twitter that his involvement over the game was much higher than Martial and Rashford. And you right. could just tell he was so much more positive, so much more variation to his game. So, like... When Martial picks the ball up, you just at the moment you kind of know what he's doing. He's not gonna go on the outside, he's not gonna take his man. He just he's a bit predictable. But when Gomez come on, I was actually on the edge of my seat, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah, Gomez is definitely definitely the one that I would personally like to see play more. But we all know Solskjaer is just like you said, just sound bites he's throwing out there. When it comes down to it, you're gonna see the lot playing on the wing and all them <laughs> stuff. <laughs> It's, so, gonna, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be grim. Like I, I, I was just deep in it, and I was just thinking when you look at the team and it's so devoid of quality. And obviously we have yeah. this issue where Pogba's clearly our best player, but we don't give him that yeah. system for him to thrive. So he's pretty hit yeah. and miss. That was a performance yeah. without Pogba, and you're not yeah you're not you're not surrounding him with the players to make it work. And your system doesn't look like it's pretty sharp either, because a lot of the time, if even if you don't have the best players at hand. Mm. If you have a sharply working system that the players understand, it can kind of make up for the deficit. But you're you're short on the personnel side, and your mm-hmm. system doesn't look too good either. So you're exactly. not you're not making up the gap anywhere really. And yep. talking about personnel, let's let's swiftly move on to Mister Eighty Million Pounds himself, uh, oh. Slabhead, <laughs> Harry Maguire. <laughs> you've seen all the pictures posted all over Twitter. Um, what did you guys think? I mean, when we spoke on the last pod, I said if we didn't sign anybody by this pod, then we're in crisis mode. But I still feel a bit sick. Um, how do you lot feel? I just feel sad, man. I just feel like... Um, cause, <laughs> because personally, going into the tra- the, tra- the transfer window, I thought we have to strengthen midfield because... Even before Herrera and Fellaini left, I was like, that place is just a mess. So with them, with them leaving, you're thinking you have to add in something there. And it genuinely looks like if we're going to add in something, it's going to be someone to replace Lukaku at this point. So it's, it's looking like we're going to go into the season with two less midfield options somehow, where it was the area where we... Because... We, like people don't understand, we can't. We we have like they do nothing. Like the only person who could do something in there is Pogba, and he can't do it by himself. Like that midfield is just it's a revolving door of just mediocrity. Ah, it's, uh, it's so bad. But like we we it's it's like it's terrible. Like 
if but, but yeah, mid midfield is is poor. Yeah, defense was also a weakness because I know. I mean, on paper you've got Bailly and Lindelof who yeah, are yeah. starting, but like I said on yesterday's pod, and I've been saying Bailly. for the last few pods, Bailly to me is a write off. Like, yeah, yeah, he's at that stage now where obviously you see he's got the raw attributes, but for me he's a write off. Doesn't, Lind- doesn't Lindelof and Maguire at, so with Aaron Wambasaka give you some sort of kind of hope and stability? I'm I'm assuming that eventually Dalot will put Shaw on the bench as well. Um, I don't see that the Dalot thing to be honest, because I I generally don't think um, Solskjaer lacks him that that much. I I think I think he's going to stick with Shaw just out of the necessity, and then hopefully we upgrade. Next season, um, in terms of Lindelof and Maguire, there's something about it that looks very sluggish, and it feels, sus- especially with the protection they're going to have, it just feels sus- like it just feels like it's just going to be easy to like be got at, and there'll be players running at them repeatedly, and I, I, I just don't feel comfortable with it. Which is why I was talking about Twan Zebe's athleticism a bit earlier, where we we can have someone who can like be like a stopper, like a like someone who can go into tackles, you can confront players coming through, like how basically Bay would be if he was able to stay fit and play more games. So, and then, but then with Juan Bissaka, I feel like he's just, I, I feel like that is just a game changer for me in terms of our defence. I feel like the upgrade from him and then Young and Dalo is so big. And the fact that he's so good defensively is that he he has the ability to not only do his job, he has the ability to cover for who whoever's going to play beside him, whether it's be Maguire or Lindelof. So I do expect our defence to improve a little bit. But for me, the problem for me has always been not the set like the like the centre backs haven't been great, but the amount they have to go through in a game is ridiculous, and it's mainly because we can't stop crosses into the box because Shaw, for some reason, has, just doesn't like to close down his defender. And Young is just, was is not a right-back. And then, obviously, in front of them, we let teams through because either the midfield's too stretched or we have a player in there like Matic who can't cover ground, Fred is at, is gonna losing the ball in bad, bad, bad positions, or the ball's getting stuck there where McTominay and just passing sideways and Herrera passing sideways, so it's just like I feel like there's still gonna there's still gonna be things where it's not gonna look that much better. Even with Maguire in there, like it's not gonna be his fault. He is a good centre back. Like I do like him. He has the he has he has good attributes as a centre back that you need. Like especially especially because he is by far a clear like in the air. He is so good in the air. So We're I think we need that. Very weak in the air as well. Very weak because. Our best one is Smallin, and to be fair, when it comes to crossing into box, he just likes to grab man like he's going for a wine or something. Because I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just, he, he, that's the only way he can defend, like touch tight. So I feel like he does bring stuff that we're missing, and also he can carry carry the ball out very well. But yeah, um, I'm just I, I I still feel like defensively there will be an improvement, but not what we're expecting with the reinforcement we've made, which is basically we've spent $135 million on our defence. And there should be a, like, a massive amount of improvement, but I don't feel there will be because it's not just the defence. It's the midfield. It's the, the full-back team, man. The whole team. And, yeah, and also the manager as well. I think he just doesn't have the defensive mind. Like, 
he doesn't. I, I don't think he thinks defensively enough for me, anyway. But uh, yeah. Wait, Rodney, what do you think of uh, Maguire signing, bro? I like it, but like Allah just said, it just make it's one man isn't going to make a difference to the overall way the team plays. So, in terms of Maguire's attributes, I'm just hoping on the ball. He relieves some of the pressure on Pogba, so Pogba doesn't have to come deep. With Lindelof and Maguire, we may see, that is, we may see Pogba not having to come as deep. They're both competent on the ball, yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping maybe Maguire can drive into midfield a bit more because he seems comfortable on the ball. And I'm hoping that his passing just helps Pogba out a bit more because obviously, like Elijah was saying, he can't do it all on his own. But in terms of overall play, it's just one man. I don't see how... It's going to help overall. Like The team still lacks balance. We're still struggling on the right. So it's going to be a little bit still lopsided. I don't know. But he's a good player. And I feel like I feel a bit sorry for him because at the moment all the United fans are down because of obviously the transfer news that's gone wrong for us. It's, like it's a bad window. But he's a good player. He is. And Sebi, what do you think of the signing? Um, yeah, as uh, everyone's pretty much said, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good signing. Um, he's way better than the players we have. Um, we definitely needed like a centre back that can, you know, defend crosses at least, and you know, because we, we're horrific in the air. Um, yeah. So, but what I'm quite interested in is because, and. I've been screaming for years. We need a centre back that can play with the ball. Like we need, no, no, no. Ask Elijah. Ask Elijah. Like in our main United, I'm chat, not, I've been saying I'm not it. back you there. Oh, you're nasty. <laughs> you're nasty. You're nasty. But I've been screaming. I've been screaming. Been we need a centre back that can play with the ball. But hence why, hence why I wanted Toby. But I was like, you know what? At least Maguire can play with the ball. And as Rodney said, he's gonna come out with the ball. Um, and relieve a bit of pressure and kind of if you know Oli is a half decent coach he's gonna be a bit of like a quarterback you know what I mean he's gonna be playing a lot of diagonal passes a lot of passes straight into feet to kind of set up set up attacks you know sometimes like how like Pep would pay uh, play Fernandinho as like a Half centre back, a half centre, uh, uh, half centre uh, central defensive midfielder. Like I feel like Maguire will step into that little hole there and play a lot of the passes. So again, as um, Elijah said, Pogba doesn't have to drop deep. That's if he's coached well. Really, that's what he should be doing. But yeah, God knows what will happen. It's scary times, boys. It's scary times. Yeah, as well. scary. yeah he's obviously not going to be put into the best position to succeed. He's going to be compared from the bat against the likes of uh, De Ligt, Van Dijk, Varane. So the fee that he's come in for puts him at the top table of defenders. And I think, like we said on yesterday's pod, he's not he's not quite there. But yeah, uh, good luck to him. What I wanted, and this is going to segue into our next section, is for us to cop him, cop Dybala, and I would sleep easy saying we got both for 80 million. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. Um, I'm going to start with you, Seb, because you really put your neck on the line, like you do, because mm-hmm. you're a passion merchant. Um, how of do you course. feel about Dybala Gate? Dybala Gate is crazy, bro. Like, I'm on my knees. Like, I'm on my knees. Like, come <laughs> on, bro. <laughs> like, fam. Like, hey, like, I'm not even going to lie. Do you know what it is, yeah? 
like I, like I don't know what's happened. Nobody really know, knows what's happened. But obviously, from what it seems like is my man wants 350k to come United, isn't it? Like, do you and... really think it's about the money? No, no, no. What it is, no, no, no. What it is, I feel like he wants 350k to come United. Um, and also, he's asked the man them, like, yo, <laughs> what's popping over there? Is it, is it lit? Should I roll through or should I not? And man, are like, mm, I don't know, like, where, like, if no, I was, even, you... I don't know, I'm off ski, bro. So yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, so I just don't feel like, I feel like if Pogba would have said, yo, this is the thing, he would be signed up already. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I feel like United are probably using a 350 to kind of say, like, kind of pull out the deal. And to be fair, like, I don't know, like, like I don't know. I, obviously, it's not my money, in it? But I don't know if, like, some man like him should be on 350. Like, because, yeah, he scored, like, five goals last season. But if he don't perform, we are <laughs> fucked. We, no, we are f- if he doesn't perform. So, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, man. It, like, I, I'm already gone past it with United, innit? I don't really feel any type of way anymore, bruv. It's just, like, fam, just... Yeah, misery, man. I know what's happening, bro. Misery. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers. Rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Cool, uh, Elijah. You were kind of you were kind of on the fence in terms of Dabala Gate. Um, how do you feel for real? Nah, I'm upset because you know what? It's not even the fact that I wanted like Dabala. Like obviously, as you said before, I was on the fence because I was skeptical of how he'll go adapt to the Premier League and his physicality and stuff like that. But it's just that we needed someone like him because it's not we just needed like a nice technical player up front who's good at keeping the ball, who has the ability to turn, just do stuff out of nothing. So I got a bit attached to the idea because I thought like it this makes sense. And then to see it just all fall apart like that, it's just like it's just like the thing is I can understand both sides from Debala that he obviously has want more money coming to United and secondly we are crap we're in the Europa League he's leaving Juventus more on top of that thirdly it looks like we are going nowhere so to convince him to come we're going to have to pay a lot now after what's happened with Sanchez it's like there's this whole thing at the club where they don't want to do that they want to they don't want to get stuck with a dog on high money because they see how it messes with how how much other players want as well so i can understand both sides but i'm thinking if you're good like for for me the maths has always been if you're going to get rid of lukaku yeah that leaves like a 250 deficit anyway so you're going to bring in the ball on what 350 for me yeah yeah, so so for me it's just like we're paying an extra 100k a year plus maybe an extra year because the baller might want like five years so that comes of up to like 38 million over five years, like extra. That's to me, that is not, that's 
to me that's not that much but like that's just me thinking like that there, there might be some other stuff with the agents and whatever but yeah i mean i'm disappointed with the border because I, I i felt like he would have been a good he would have been a good connection between the attack and midfield so to like allow pogba to sit a little bit deeper like he like he does for us like i think i must have tweeted last week that if you have someone like the border there you can it's basically like mirroring France with Dybala and Griezmann. Like, okay. So for you, would Pogba then have joined the midfield too then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. For me, he would have... And then would have, would have become the 10? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He would have become the 10. And then, I mean, it, it looks like Solskjaer wants Martial up top because he has good hold-up play and presence and stuff like that. And that's kind of how France played with Giroud. Then you have Mbappe out wide and then you have Rashford out wide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you've got someone like Rashford out wide, yeah. and then you have like a central midfielder on the right because it seems like he's been playing Pereira on the right this season. So it looks like he does he doesn't want like another like maybe James to to to, to come on late in the game and just do his like speedster stuff. But I I really thought that the battle would have been a really good signing, but yeah. Um, it doesn't look like it's happening. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's happening. So, um, and now it looks like we're, we're just scratching around for tens, which is embarrassing. Sad. Uh, Rodney, you've kind of, and you always tend to, to be fair, keep a level head. But I think this Dabala thing, it broke something in you. Definitely broke something <laughs> in you. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, the club on. had to go for it. Like he's, uh, We're in a place where we're getting rid of Lukaku and we was getting a fantastic player in return. So I understand the club going for it. But listen, the brief that they tried to run yesterday, you know that your butters anyway. Stop it, stop it, stop it. It's nothing to do with <laughs> that. It's nothing to do with money. We all know what's happened. He said no and that's what's happened. So right. don't, it's, this is it's... what I don't understand. In the 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 lot the eleventh hour United have decided to say, you know what? We're not on this paying players money anymore. Eleventh hour in the window, they've now decided, yeah we want to be, a, we want to behave like City or whatever, whoever. I just don't get it. That's They've done it at a point where our only attraction right now is paying players the bag. They've taken that away and now the only players we're going to sign are English players that look at the history of the club. Why is Dybala going to want to come to United Word. if you're Latin not offering killers, the bag? Boy. Latin killers, so... Like, that's just, it's just, and uh, obviously, because they've briefed the media as they have... We're catching hella corn on Twitter because it is, it basically is, you're getting rejected and you know you're just walking out of your butters anyway and you fling your hand. Like, it's not, we know what's happened. Well, for me anyway, I'm being a bit pessimistic about no, it. I, I, think know I think you're keeping it real. I think it's a combination of, he's probably spoke to Pogba. Pogba himself is trying to get out of the club. He's looked at where we're going. So, like, you, at least you say at Juve, you're winning a Serie A. Like, unless mm. Sarri does an absolute mad thing, you're going to win a Serie A, yeah? And then you've got Ronaldo there, so you're going to go, hopefully, at least quarterfinals, semifinals of the Champions League. Even if he's coming up from a position like, okay, the manager doesn't fancy me, but you know what? I'm going to back myself, and I'm going to yeah. prove to him that I am worth it. Why wouldn't you do that rather than come to Manchester United? We're, not, we're going nowhere fast. Yeah, we're literally I, I... going nowhere fast. Like, even add him in, and it's still a squad that is lacking in quality. The, the thing is, 
if we're looking for that long-term build, I can see like, yeah, you get Dybala in, then next summer mm. you get a couple of top players, and now you're talking, but then this obviously depends on keeping Pogba. Now you're yep. talking about five or six top players, but if I'm him, there's absolutely no way I'm coming to Manchester United, and the only yep. way you lot can even make it halfway worth my while is if you're playing me Mad P. Cause exactly. As well, when you go to these rich clubs, it's very hard to get out if they don't want to sell you, which right, is the problem so. Pogba has now. So obviously Real Madrid want him, but I know you're, you think they've got the peas, but they're doing like what, James Rodriguez plus twenty five mil. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't disrespect us. You get me? Like, yeah, we just saw I you think... drop one fifty on Hazard. Like, come on, man. Have some, have yeah. some class, man. Yeah, I just, yeah. So I don't know. For for me, that's that's just United. They've lost out on the play. I don't blame them for going for it because, to be honest with you, who doesn't go for that deal? We're getting rid of Rom, and in return, we're getting the world. So, who doesn't go for that deal? But at the end of the day, like you're trying to pass it off as that, and then you've also it looks like you've briefed the media today to say we're not signing no one else. Are you taking the absolute piss? So you go to sign Dybala, who at the start of the window nobody nobody would have said yeah okay cool we need Dybala. It was right wing, DM, centre back, right back, and possibly another striker if Rom goes. So it's just. It's just embarrassing, man. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Obviously, everybody's doing their thing. Splash City, living life. Yeah, and, and even get... Arsenal starting to make. Bro, I see that who they're linked with things. this evening, Upper Meccano. and I'm yeah. thinking like you're linked with him for less money than um, Harry Maguire, Maguire and he's yeah. a he's a better prospect. He's younger, yeah. more athletically um, impressive, and I'm thinking those are the sort of players we need to be getting in. Yeah, but players. Arsenal have got their footwear at the front of the, all their all the that Raul guy, isn't it? So. <laughs> what he's getting props now, yeah, he's getting ratings. Oh boy, I see them rating him off. I don't yeah, really know what's going he's, on. He's, he's, doing, day, it, so. he's doing his thing, so yeah, we'll yeah, yeah we'll see in it. So, but yeah. we, so if we did sign Bruno, for example, how would he yeah. line up? Is he also a player who plays in that number eight, number ten kind of area? Well, to be fair, I've not watched the Portuguese league. I don't know a lot about Bruno, but from what people are saying, he's a centre mid, so. Who likes to attack? He's not a number ten, but I don't really know much about him, so I'm guessing. So, in your mind, is him and Pogba something that could work? From what from what people are saying, he's got an engine on him, so yeah, I don't see why not. Mm. Um, Elijah, uh, Sebi, I know you've watched like two games. What do you think? Is he someone who could play in the midfield too with Pogba? I've I've heard that he plays like a, a Somali, so. I, I okay, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that is heard. a that's a flagrant right there. That's what, yeah, that's what, that's what the sheets are saying. That's all the sheets are. Oh, dear, brother. Okay, so can you? Mate, can you that's, that's what I've heard, isn't it? I'm gonna say what I heard. So maybe, <laughs> let's rewind. Yeah. So when you say he yeah, plays yeah, like yeah, a Somali, what do you mean by that? Basically, I mean, like, he just loves... Apparently, he loves to pick up the ball. He loves loves, loves to get on it and run with it. And he loves to length off shots. And oh, they're talking about the Somali man in ends. Oh. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what he meant. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I heard what that stuff. Uh, where, where? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we probably don't want to go uh, down that road, Seb. Yeah, man. Redacted but, yeah. of the podcast. It's like I think so. Yesterday, um, he played on the left for Sporting at the start. Then he went back into midfield, 
and I'm pretty sure for Portugal he played right midfield for them. So he he seems like someone who's versatile, who has an engine to get up and down. So I think that is a good sign. I've I've heard that he's very intense, like he does like to tackle and stuff like that. He, he seems like an all action type of midfielder, but he does like third man runs and getting into boxing. Like apparently, but the but the the bad side of him is that he's he's very risky with his passing. Like. It's like it's generally mad. Like I think yesterday, he had a fifty-six percent pass pass accuracy, and he lost the ball twenty times. Like if even if the ball's not on, he will try to make sure it's on. Like it, it, it actually <laughs> like seems that, to an extent you can't be done with you can't be done with it. So having someone like him and Pogba, like Pogba already, like he has a bit of that about him as well, where he will try and force it, especially if he's having a bad game, he will force it to a next level. So having both of them in midfield, constantly turning over, McTominay would need a second half because (laughs) that would be crazy. So in terms of playing with with Pogba, I'm not sure, but it does it does give you another option and and he does seem very dynamic. So he would be able to help defensively. So it does seem like a Toss up, but this just from what I've heard and read about him. To be honest, yeah. I've not really seen him as much. That's not happening. We we all know that's yeah. not happening. Yeah, and it's like you're seeing good midfielders go in the window. And what do you think is going on, though? Because I, I want you guys to try and break it down to me. What do you think is actually going on? Do we not have the piece? Uh, is it literally because of this wage bill talk that we're hearing? What's happening, man? I think yeah. Do you know what I think? I think United are are they're stuck in like a halfway house. So. What they tried, what I think they've tried to do is okay. What we're gonna do is we're gonna change our policy. We're gonna change the wages. We're gonna get rid of certain man, and we're gonna start again in it because that's where all the the talk of a director of football was in. So oh. revenue comes out now, and you're approaching teams with this mentality, but they know you have the money, or they assume you have the money. Yeah, so. You're having to walk away because this is your stance, isn't it? So I feel like we have bid for players and we have looked interested, but we just don't feel like they're worth it. Or because I, 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 there's no way I, United don't have the money, bruv. Like it's either like the the, the Glazers are doing some embezzling thing, or I don't know, bruv. But there's no way United don't have the money. The money is somewhere, bruv. Like I don't know if the Glazers are trying to cut down their debt. But I just feel like United just don't want to spend that much money on on certain players. But I feel like they've been forced to uh, with the centre back options. I I honestly feel yeah. You know if uh, Bay didn't get injured, United wouldn't have bought a centre back. I actually just I Do feel you think like so? we wouldn't I have bought a centre back. Like I, I think we would have. I don't think Oli rates Bay though. I don't think he does. But fam, and we were like, linked. I don't we think were linked. We splashed that eighty though. I think the plan was to make Bay the third choice. And mm. slowly get rid of Smalling and or Jones. Yeah. And when Bailly got injured, it was like, okay, now we can't we can't actually accelerate. risk it. Yeah, we need to get rid of them, man. Yeah, we have to accelerate. Yeah, man. I, I actually just don't know what's going on with United because um like everybody's everybody's blaming the Glazers and they do have some blame because for example, with our revenue, we should be out there doing a absolute madness. But we have things to pay off. You know what I mean? Like, we have their debt to pay off. We have, think, you know what I mean? Like, so 
I don't, I just don't know, man. It's it's, it's pretty weird. It's it's really weird. But nobody would know it. And I just feel like Ollie's always saving Woodward's face. Well, obviously, Ollie out. knows, yeah, that he's out of his depth and he's got in the job on a technicality. So he has to be a company man. Yeah, they're so two, he's like, they're two guys in their jobs who are out of their depth, like hundred percent. And he's he's always like he's always like ah. Oh. So he'll be like ah. Oh. So that season will season will end. Yeah, I want everything wrapped up before preseason, and then. Preseason's here. He's like, oh, I'm pretty much happy with the squad. And then he's like, oh, maybe one or two. So he's kind of basically all, like he, he's going back and forth because I know he's basically having conversations with Woodward. Woodward saying, "Fam, this might not happen." He's done so a two seventy, bro. Presser... He ain't done a one eighty. Yeah. He ain't done a three sixty. He's done a two seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's just basically saving Woodward's ass. Like really, he has to. And obviously, Woodward did his thing where he came down to the London offices. You lot got gassed. You know, no, no, nah, not me. Nah, you was talking bare. You was talking nah, bare. I saw nah, you quote man. tweeting. Woody Caesar, nah, Rich Woody Kwan. I said, I said nothing. I said him, bro. I hate that guy. I think I saw Duffelbag Ed. I only got to do it. I only got to do it for Twitter, innit? But really... I imagine, yeah, like you're tweeting that and there's tears in your eyes. That's your tweet. Talk, bro. You know that you know that meme of the mask, yeah, like yeah. when the mask is. <laughs> that is real. That's real. Uh, I think he was on the phone, yeah, and somebody tweeted like, "He's not even he's talking not even to anyone. He's even talking to it's anyone. all for the image." And you know um, what? he is. He loves it, bro. He even turned back to wave at the camera, like he's such a waste, man. Like, I, like, like who? Wait, who? Who? who uh, like, what other team CEO is that? Like that, doing whatever he's you doing. Like he, he, he really thinks he's the guy. Like he, yeah, he's he, celebrity CEO, isn't it? I hate him, bro. Yeah, it's cack. Isn't it? Well, it's not cack, but yeah. I mean, we're gonna try and keep the mood up throughout the season, um, but it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna uh, be tough. It's gonna be tough watching. Um, let's finish up with preview of the game next Sunday. We're not going to go into too much depth because obviously we've got the live show mm-hmm. on Sunday. Make sure you're there, people. It's going to be at the Vauxhall Street Food Garden. Still got tickets on Shubs. It's our pin tweet on our Twitter page and you can also find the link on our Instagram page. It'll be good to see you guys there. We'll be there doing our thing as per usual. Um, mm-hmm. That's Super Sunday, isn't it? So we're coming in. They're not even letting it marinate. They're not even letting the season warm up before they throw us in the lion's den. Um, what are you expecting? Are you expecting a decent performance? Are you expecting us to get pammed? Are you expecting a bore draw? Because the Chelsea lads from yesterday's pod, they're not looking too bright either, apparently. Um, in regards to Chelsea, it just seems like they've got similar issues to us. In terms of like, like the way they were speaking about their press and the way they're playing, like they even playing the same formation. Just, just It just seems like they've got similar issues to us, but I do think they have better personnel per se, maybe. Interesting. Like, in what areas? I think definitely in midfield. I, th- I think they definitely have a better yeah. midfield. Um, defensively, I would say, to be fair, Chelsea's defence is getting on. I think we're a bit younger. It's a bit more dynamism there. So I'll take ours over there, but just. And then attack ours is better, but that's because Chelsea. Have like a League Two attack, so, um, stuff, man. so like, to, for me, it'll be, for me, I think it's gonna be like a very low quality game, and it's gonna be just like a one-one or 
someone might sneak a win. But I I don't see much quality. <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. That, okay. that, uh, what about you, Rodney? Yeah, it's just it's just battle of the bastards. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Definitely yeah. <laughs> the battle of the bastards for wow. being real. So who's, that, so who's pulling out that. the sword like Jon Snow? Is that Pogba? What's that? So who's pulling out the sword like Jon Snow? Is that Pogba? It's gonna have to be. There ain't no one else. <laughs> 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 no, if we're being if we're being serious, it's, it's like Elijah said, it's going to be a low quality game. If what I'm hearing from Elijah is we play the same formations, yeah, it's just going to be cancelling each other out, and then probably a moment of brilliance. We've probably got a slight edge in the sense that we probably have a, a few more players who can produce that moment of brilliance in Rashford, Martial, Pogba, even matter to a certain extent can do it. So. It's it's going to be a low quality game. I'm not not excited for it. I don't expect us to lose three four nil. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah, low quality game. Maybe a one nil. I do. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how Maguire changes the the team though. In the sense that he's not going to add much, but I just want to see how much he changes Pogba's game and how far back Pogba will come and how far forward he'll be. Yeah, if we can get Pogba close to goal, there's always an opportunity. Yeah, because if we can get Maguire moving the ball into midfield, I think this, I think he's, I think Pogba's going to be a problem. If we can get him moving into midfield and McTominay, Matic, if they can have a good game to their standard, I think Pogba will be a problem. But again, it's like probably another case of unlocking Pogba past six. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Can't wait for the season, man. Uh, mm. We're supposed to be a Portuguese actor and uh, Argentinian coming in, but we yeah. to get that that sorted. And Sebi, what, what do you think of the game on uh, on Sunday? Fam, like we should beat we should beat Chelsea. That's your no, passion talking. Gonna... Go on. No, no, no. Do you know why I say that? Yeah, on. the only thing that used to scare me regarding Chelsea was Hazard. Like when it's one nil, I just know Hazard's gonna do something, bruv. Or it's one one. Hazard's gonna like. I just didn't want Hazard to get the ball, like, cause you, he he was always going to do something. Like he does it all the time. Like for me, without Hazard, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not really scared of Chelsea in it. Like I'm not scared of Chelsea. Um, I feel like we should win that game. Like, if I'm being honest, we should win that game. They're pants. They've got where, Tammy. Where, where, where? Where's it? Like, it's Lowick, man. Nah, <laughs> man. We should nah, you're game. talking bare wreck, bro. Nah, we That's should win pants. that. If we don't win, if we, if we don't win that game, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah? Yeah. It's yeah. Gonna be be disappointed. If we don't win that game. I'm going to be disappointed every week, bro. Yeah, I'm going to be disappointed if we don't beat Chelsea, bro. We should be beating Chelsea. All right. Cool. We'll, we'll see in it. We'll be we'll be live in the flesh. You're obviously going to be front and center for that. Yes. So we'll see what happens in it. Because you have to. Mm-hmm. I remember there's a uh, live show you have to run out of. To be honest with you, stuck in the yeah. too far. <laughs> no, right, no. So, <laughs> before we close up, <laughs> I'm going to just go run through some of the listeners' questions. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Keep up the good work. Uh, we'll try and be more happy, but it's, it's difficult, man. It's a it's, it's very, it's a very defla- it's a deflated pod this week. Like we're just well, some, sad, yeah, some sad guys, man. Um, so we got a question from S three S S three underscore. Is it time right. to pull out the banners? Back out the banners. Don't back out the banners. <laughs> nah, anybody, bro. 
Nah, he can't back out the bad old Oli yet, man. Nah, allow nah. it, man. Nah, nah, nah. nah, allow it, man. That's oh, wait, what type? What type of banner though? Is it manager out? Glazers out? What type of banner? Because if it's if it's like a manager outing, I'm there still. Woodward and Glazers, I'm there, bro. I'm, I'm too part much of the green and gold. There's too much to put onto one banner. Glazers yeah. out, Woodward out, Lukaku out, Matic out. <laughs> I don't want to see McTominay again. When we getting rid of Luke Shaw, like there's just too much content to put on um, one banner. So you got to have several banners, different sections of the stadium. Uh, rocking uh, different banners, I reckon, banners, man. Bro. Real talk. All right, cool. So it's not time yet. You lot are saying, um, no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. You're a good guys, you know. No, you're a proper good guy. How could you go through the whole pod, yeah? Saying so, man ain't up to it. The streets are asking you should be back at the banner, and you're now back in backtracking. Uh, no, no, that's an Arsenal thing still, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. them, man. Right, you, you ain't trying to go outside, yeah? No, no. no. All right, cool. I respect that. <laughs> um, we've got a question from Baba Dibu. Uh, Baba, D-I-B-O-U. Mm. Um, I think about two questions in one, so a little cheeky, but let's do it. Um, who the hell is the locker room leader, if any? Because all I see is Paul Matic getting shut down from the Jabberwockies. The Bulls <laughs> left the room with <laughs> the Bulls left the room with Valencia. Wow. Okay, so what? I want you all to say Valencia couldn't even Valencia. speak English, man. <laughs> Could he not? Yeah, that guy can't speak English. Huh? Valencia, the same guy that was bleaching his skin, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> sick man. And he looked good as shit when he was doing yeah, it as well, man. Um, so, <laughs> who is the locker room leader then? It's Pogba. It's Pogba, man. Yeah. Boy. Young, young and smooth that. Young needs to go, you know. I can't have that guy at this club anymore, man. Nah, he's not going This guy's nowhere. a DJ. Like, he's he's, he's, out, he's only staying here because he's a flipping dressing room DJ, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, 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 what did he say? Because all I see is poor Matic getting shut down from the j- <laughs> Jabberwockies. Jabberwockies. What does he mean by that? <laughs> I what think he needs those things from Star Wars. Yeah, okay. Listen, I wrote Matty Shop time ago, but when I saw him when the season was still going on with a bottle of medium-sized JD in his um <laughs> in his locker, <laughs> I was like, right, cool. Ma- 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 that he he feels the same way about himself, <laughs> like. <laughs> Bro, he's fam. collecting his check. You think he cares? Yeah, bro, this is his last. Sense, this yeah. is his last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, wait. He's got. He has. No, he's got last, option. His last year, I think. Yeah, but he's got that stupid uh, extension. Remember? Is that what Mata had? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Are you not happy to see Mata still about? That no. has to go too, man. I feel like we haven't made no, the best out no, of him, no. though, man. Nah, no way. Because he's never played number ten, really. No. He's always played on the wing. He should have never... Like, I don't understand, like, how that was making any sense, why all our managers were putting him out on the wing. Like, it made no sense whatsoever. Even he now, he's still... He's sharp in his head, man. Fam, he should... Yeah. Have, he, if, if he plays number 10, I don't mind him playing, like, in some games. But if he's out on the wing, nah. No dynamism, no man. nothing. He's cutting back and squaring it to centre. Jordan, Jordan maddest thing is about Matt. He has the best movement. Out of all, uh, uh, it's crazy. But he's so fucking slow. Yeah, yeah, he, but he has our best move. He's always that's the one not hard though. He, but he always actually tries to run in, in behind. Yeah, like, no. but, but he just got slower, and 
His finishing is he hasn't got as much conviction as he used nah, to. Have, it's man. Not yeah, man. He used to sp- sp- uh, sp- put them in the corners, and now it's like a bit timid with it still. Yeah, cool. he's a good option though in the squad. If we had a better eleven, then you wouldn't mind. Would you it? wouldn't mind him coming off the bench and being nah, a man that not. can like play yeah. in the games where we're trying to rotate the squad out. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, these are basically kind of crying to you lot in the questions, but I guess we've got an <laughs> answer. Um, Ayoveli, why can't we strengthen two areas of the team at once? We bought two good defenders, but our midfield is still very poor. I mean, I think you guys have taken your stab at answering that throughout the pod. Yeah. Because yeah. so Woodward, Woodward was in Marbella, bro, while we were stressing. You was with him, though? Nah, man. <laughs> you you, him, you and him were getting drunk off the LO, man. Yeah. <laughs> Martial AM9. Right, so man's still repping Martial with the number nine on, yeah? Um, we have to. Again. It's a brave man. How is it possible you have ignored midfield and more importantly DM? It is paramount, yet you'd think we won the league last year judging by our transfers. So again, just people in, in the dimensions just crying out in pain. Again, mm. Marshall, AM9, we're with you, bro. Like, what can we we're do, man? We just, we're going to be there talk. supporting. Uh, Rodney, you're going up to watch games, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going Palace on, uh, I think it's the 24th, actually. I can't sell my crazy, ticket man. now, but... You love it. Now, nah, you love it. I know you're a proper passion merchant, but you just keep it. <laughs> you just keep it together on the timeline, man. Yeah. I, I respect that. And um, <laughs> I've got a question from Oba Susia with a capital A at the end. So O B A S U S I A. When Oli gets sacked by November, who should replace Bruh. him? I that's think that's a decent thing. question. To be honest, I was going to ask you guys yeah. how long you thought he was going to last, but I did, didn't want to bury the man. So yeah, when he supposedly gets sacked by November. Who would you be looking at to replace him? Because I think what happened for us, unfortunately, is that when we got rid of our manager, it was just the wrong time for us to get somebody who wasn't Mourinho. Because I always wanted us to get Klopp. And mm. it's like, it just fell in perfectly for Liverpool, yeah. where yeah. they got rid of Rodgers and he left Dortmund and he just slipped into them. So I think if we were to get rid of Oli in November, who would you be looking at for us to bring in? Right. Fuck so off. for me, it all depends on... When Zidane gets sacked. <laughs> oh, you... Wait, you, wait, 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 wait. You wait, would take wait, Zidane? Let me land. Let nah, me nah, land. nah, nah. Oh, okay. Let me land. Yeah, when Zidane going. gets sacked, then it's the battle of who's going to get Poch. Oh, okay. Because he's clearly not happy at Spurs, so... He's vexed. That's, 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 that's the road for me. If, if, if Poch comes, Spurs and United are the same. Football, it's Poch. Damn. How are Spurs and United the same? In terms nah, of nah. transfers, you think nah. Poch is going to get the transfers that he wants? They have a better team than us. He'll be, he'll be in the presser doing the same thing. Yeah, all our managers have. but All of our have... managers have said the but same thing come. in their presses. They still come hoping it will be different for them this time. Yeah. Do you know Look. what? Do you think uh, with signing Maguire that Woodward has backed Oli Big here? Or do you just think that this is the basics and he should be doing more? Basics. Cool. He hasn't backed him big. It's just the market in it. Like it's just, it's literally just the market. Yeah. Uh, M- Mourinho wanted uh, Maguire last season. Woodward said no. Now he's desperate because we shipped him bare goals. He's just said fuck it and then went and done it. Like. It's... So do you not think that's do you not think that's him getting behind Oli then? Because he said right. he said he said no to Mourinho and he said to Oli right, well, after the se- after the season after the season we had you can't not get a centre back we were scrambling we tried to yeah. bid for Diop we tried to bid for Koulibaly they said 150 we was all over the gaff bruv we yeah. would have literally just taken any centre back like but any reports good... today 
have mm. suggested that Maguire was always Oli's first yeah. sort of pick and everyone else was just sort of flirtations, so to put. Why did we wait so long? That's what I want to know. That, do you know what, yeah? The thing is, is that it's weird because it, they said that the initial asking price was 100 million, but then Leicester said they would do a deal for 80 million. And that was around May. And then apparently City and United only bid 70 million at the start of Ju- July. So well, there's. City so put 70 million down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently. Mad. So City put 70 million down and United put 70 million down and Leicester rejected it. But. To wait that to wait like a month to bid seventy million, and to, to wait another month just to complete this deal, it mm. it seems weird to me. Like I don't under, like the time frame doesn't seem right. Like what else were we doing in that time? Because before at the start of the window, when people when when um, people were saying it seems like we're doing deals one at a time, I was like that can't be possible. We can't be that dumb. But it, now it seems like we were doing it. Like making sure that this one's completed, they're moving on to Wambasaka. Yeah. Once that's done, we kind of moved on to Maguire, and then there was this big lull where stuff wasn't just wasn't getting done. Because what? Yeah, yeah. I I don't understand what like this this window's just confusing me. Like I don't know what the hell. It doesn't make sense. Happened. Like we've come into it with a certain like Sebi was saying earlier on, we've come into it with a certain mind frame. Yeah. to move away from how we've moved before and then towards the end of the window we sort of come away from that and said, so that cool we'll move how we moved before and then gone back to it so it's like we're just flip-flopping at the moment we've got we've got no idea and i think it is they literally were just moving one player at a time because wood was obviously a bit of a idiot so it's just one <laughs> player at a time and obviously it's just now they turned around they've got only got four days to sign players now so i'm not gonna sign anyone we're, we're good with what we've got so it's peak, man. Yeah, yeah it's it peak. is. It's peak. I think, yeah, that he hasn't fully backed Oli, and I don't know if that's necessarily just the in-out thing. I think yeah. Oli ticks some boxes, so he's got the back end of the fans. Obviously, he had that good run of form, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm gonna put Oli here as a placeholder, and like let him do, let him like manage this fans and massage their egos. So you know he's he's back in Woodward, but yeah. if he actually had a manager that he pro- like if he had Pep or Klopp or a manager he properly rated, he spent the money, man. And I think that's always the biggest, that's the, always the biggest indicator of if your club really backs you. Like, when they yeah. back you, they'll spend the money, man, because they know that if they give you the players that you want to get, the team's going to do well. He's not too sure. He's still but not have too we, sure. Have we missed out on those managers because they feel that the structure's shit and he's not going to spend the money? Definitely. Yeah, I don't think it's, he's not going to spend the money. I think they think the structure's shit. Like, remember City... I've been like basically putting everything together to get Pep for the last three to five years they were doing that. And yeah. in terms of Liverpool, everything we hear is that they're on point, like in terms of their business structure as well with the Fenway group, etc. etc. If you are a player, everything you see from Manchester United, everything you hear about Manchester United, talking Negative. to other players, why would you go there? If you were a manager, why would you go there? Why would yeah. you go there? Like as much as the product on the pitch may be great. When Barcelona started getting messy, Pep cut out Pep cut out like you don't want to yeah, have to all. deal with Pep any... doesn't give a shit man dusted with his bilet you don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to have to deal with any of that mess at all you want to basically just be able to come in do your coaching these are the players I want yeah. I want okay this is my number one target this is my number two target this is my number three target and just crack on 
Not all this yeah. kind of having to balance all this rubbish. All right, Lukaku has to go for you to sign somebody else. And now Lukaku's not leaving, so that's your number one striker. That's all long, man. So I don't yeah. think that things are going to be changing anytime soon because no. Woodward's a money man. And as long as he's yeah. making money for the Glazers, then he's doing the vast majority of his job. If you can actually bring in a manager that helps us win titles too, then, boy, that's great. So until... Mate. Because he's basically making bank off the Man United name until yeah. he stops being able to do that because of the lack of success. So now the prestige is going away from the club. He'll be comfy in his spot, man. The thing is, yeah, I feel like until like we just we just need a call. Like there just needs to be a point where we stop giving players these contracts, man. Because that's the biggest problem. These guys should have been out of contract like two, three years ago. Like just get them out. And just start again. Like, we just need to scorch the earth, man. Just start again. Let... Who are we talking about? Like, hmm? young and that? Yeah, fam, all them young, Smalley and Jones, Rojo, Matic, mm. like, just bare waste men in the squad. Like, just get them <laughs> out. Nobody ain't trying to pay them wages, lads. That's it. Simple I know. Life, just, Simple just, life, cut, man. just cut their contracts, yeah. man. Just sell them, for che- sell them on the cheap, man. Sell them on the cheap. Well, on that note, that bright note to end the pods, uh, we're going to say good evening. Um, like I said, once again, come through to the live show. Drinks, music. The game is going to be shown on big screens as well. We hope to see you all there. Um, lads, I'll see you all on Sunday. And let's continue trying to make United great again. <laughs> Peace. See you later. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. ready to ride metro we want you to know we're ready for you here are just a few of the people at metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe we're cleaning like never before we're hospital grade clean you'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro no mask no metro need one we have a few extras at metro we're doing our part to keep the dc area moving find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part Podcast Network. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.